and basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. All right, guys. Brought to you by Popular Demand, Bob Ryan, twice a week now on CLNS Media. Brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Networks. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Okay, Bob. Going to talk about the Lakers kicking things off here because right now, you know who is out again. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a hip injury with Anthony Davis, and they're three and five. Yeah. And, but I I know generally the rule of thumb is with teams like this is like, okay, they're veterans. You know, they'll come around, you know, playoff time. They did last year. Will they? Or is time going to catch up with these guys? Uh, I'm going to run the risk. Uh, on this uh, Veterans Day weekend uh, to be, uh, you know, cited uh, Memorial Day weekend uh, as saying that Bob Ryan said back in November that the Lakers were yesterday's news. And I believe that. They're yesterday's news. They have, they obsess everybody always. That's understandable, the history of the Lakers. And particularly since they, in the modern, now they have LeBron, they've had LeBron. But I think they're, yesterday's news and 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 the new news no new news is the fact that as you alluded to uh their best player who is still is anthony davis now or or one of their two equal best players is is unreliable uh, you know physically too bad because he's a wonderful player I mean, oh it's great it's a wonderful player i love watching him play he knows how to play uh you know but he's he's perpetually hurt and uh um anyway i just took their yesterday's news i just they're, they're in a in a West, where there's a lot of dangerous teams, uh, I think they're they're not a threat to anybody's uh, <laughs> security, quite frankly. Well, even if they're healthy, I don't know if they're the threat they once were. No, they're not. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I mean, okay, uh, so you're you're taking the injury out of the equation. Yeah, we're we're back to the uh, who's the best team in town argument now again you know even though the clippers haven't done anything since james well two games that's not fair we'll see what they do of course there's another team that you you that you can't rely on the people sure. <laughs> to be there right and, and of course part of that is this obsessive load management stuff that you know that uh Kawhi has gotten into and uh anyway but i've been back to lakers no and they're just you know they're just not that good Period and and but they're a, a object of great interest always as you know as are the Celtics you know these are the two ultimately iconic teams in the history of the league they have dominated the the league uh, you know in terms of championships more than any other two but uh, um, I, I just think that, that I'm tired of talking about the Lakers quite frankly until they do and I don't think they're going to do anything to make us talk about them. Well, I, you know, I'm always of the theory that a player should play as long as they want. And I hear, have heard so many times on sports radio and so forth, oh, he's got to retire. You know, we even heard it with Brady. Brady should hang it up. You know, I mean, what are you doing? You know, did Bobby Orr play too long? I mean, on and on and on. You know what? It's your life. This is what they do. So, you know, with LeBron, the question is going to be, LeBron, if you guys don't have a shot at winning, what are you doing it for? 
Should you go produce movies? Should you go, you know, do that sort of thing? But he's still, I mean, he's still a top 20 player. I oh, mean, God, yeah. No, he you is. Know, if you want to play, you know what, God, play as long as you can. Well, you know, Brady's ultimate example in our in our modern time of that. And you go back two generations or so where I was Gordie Howe. You know, I watched him play hockey at 50. And he right. still was a good player. So, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. And and it's not like he's embarrassing himself. This is, no. a, you, know, you know, the great the great standard, the sad, great standard of, of one incident that's that people refer to as the example of what you don't want to be is Willie Mays in the, in the World Series. Right. Willie Mays. And, and, you know, it's fallen down. And you don't want that. That, that. That's the standard that you don't want. Well, LeBron is far from that. He's still a hell of a player. Of course. He's not, if he's not the the you know, the player of 10 years ago, that's fine. He's still, you're right. He's a top fill in the blank player. Is it 20? Is it 15? Is, is it 10? Whatever. He's still a damn good player, but you know, so he's not, you know, he's, not, he's still very good. You know, no, no so, team. I'm like, you know, I've always been a LeBron fan. There have been some, uh, you know, as a person, I, I look, I don't know if he's a cheap tipper. Who knows? We hear all these things. <laughs> oh my God. He's a horrible tipper. You know, we always heard that about bird and blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, if the, if the only thing you could say bad about a guy is that allegedly he was a horrible tipper and that he did an ill-advised television show to go to Miami, I mean, get over it. You oh, know, God, the, the decision. Uh, oh, so what? Get over it. I mean, it looked bad. It was bad. OK, move on. I'm still a LeBron guy. And I'm like, dude, play as long as you want. You know, I would love to see him get on a team that could contend, you know, where he could be part of something. But he's had his run. Well, he's had that. He's he's had his day. He's, he's had, had his day. So it's he's not like he needs a title, right? Championships yeah, in three three cities. Come on. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. No, no. You're, you're, you're uh, yeah. So, but I'm just saying the Lakers. I'm. Uh, let's let's just. I just like to put a halt in the. You know. The, okay, the we're done with the Lakers. We'll go on to the your new favorite team. Like, well, I'm curious of the to me the most intriguing, interesting story that came out of no is coming out of nowhere is some nights. You know, disruptions that the Pacers are having. Right. I mean, I've, 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 you know, so far they've broken 140, uh, well, 143 on opening night, 152. They've also given up <laughs> 155 to the Celtics. But um, they, uh, you know, their scores, I mean, this is uncarlisle like. Rick Carlisle's, they, I, I don't know where this is coming from, uh, uh, absolutely. But the, to me, you know, that, that's been intriguing. Uh, they're six and three. And um, you know they, they, they're they're you never know what you're going to get out of this in a given night with them. But they, they haven't had they've had some big nights, and and, and so that, that that's I just find that interesting. And I'm just curious, of all people because you know you don't think of Rick Carlisle as a guy that would be governing a team that would score 140 points a game, right? In a game. No, 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 right, 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 right. No. no, now they got a guy. Now they got a guy that I would like to get my I would have loved to have got my hands on. You know, uh, and we're going to you know we know the Celtics need they're, they're not whole. Then there's there's a there's a there's a couple of areas where they could improve, and one of them would be scoring off the bench. Right. And I would have loved to have gotten my hands on Buddy Heald. And and uh, uh, you know, Buddy Heald is now 30 years old. He's a career 16 points a game guy and a career 40 point uh, 40 percent three point shooter. And he's out there doing his thing now for them uh, very nicely. And I would love to have gotten my hands on Buddy Heald. I don't care if he couldn't guard a, a hat rack. You know, we 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 need that kind of guy and i we you know they they would they could well use a guy a sniper of that type well i mean we'll see what happens around the trade deadline it's yeah you know, no, i'm just throwing it out there 
but uh, and by the way, I'm happy for Rick Carlisle. I love, I, I like him very much, and personally, and I'm, 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 but, but boy, this is, it's just fun. I mean, I, I, I this comes out of nowhere. The Pacers being a team that would run up 140. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action NFL. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including you got spreads, you got your player props, you got over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. The other guy that just popped up on the web was Terrace Ross, who's available. Mm-hmm. He is a shooter, can come off the bench. He was with Orlando and Phoenix, and he's available um, right now. So I think, you know, we might start to hear his name. You know, I... Certainly I, not always, a household name. Not a household yeah, no. name. No, I've always... You know, I've, I've been... A, from day one, I've been a booster of Peyton Pritchard. And 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 I want I'd love him to assert himself and become a reliable guy off the bench, you know, doing what he does, shooting those threes. Uh, it hasn't manifested itself yet this season. Although there were a couple of exhibition explosions that got me very excited. You know, right. he got twenty six and twenty five, and I'm saying, ah, oh, it's going to happen. They're going to, you know, and and so far it hasn't happened in the, in the in, uh, early part of this season in their first uh, seven games but uh, i he would be the answer if, if he could be that guy that's that would be I'd, I'd be very happy with that but you know i'm I, you, you can't say it's going to happen so but they could they they you know, the bench thing is a concern i mean i go back to the fact that i was terrified at the first two games of the season their bench production 20 points total in the first two games of the right. season now in the big in that and the aforementioned route of the Pacers, the bench scored sixty nine points in that in that you know fiasco of a game that was you know uh, so you know I, I so the truth is somewhere in the middle obviously or, or closer to the to the to the twenty than the sixty nine they they we but they're gonna you know I want to see some consistent bench production. Uh, how soon do you think they'll try to pull the trigger? Do you think this is going to come down to the trade deadline, or is this something Brad needs to get on now? I I would like to see him get on it now, you know, and and you know, it, it, but but you know, if you go back to the last truly great season we had in 07, 08, uh they made late moves that that were, were crucial, uh, and oh, one yeah. of them was getting up PJ Brown. That was that that was important, but uh, you know, picking up uh, Sam Cassell at, at at the time they did was important, and 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 and, and one little extra layer of a protection that they had. Well, but they yeah. had. See, but they had a guy all year. They had Eddie House. See, well, I, I, I say Eddie, Eddie House. Could get Eddie House back. <laughs> you know that that Eddie, the 0708 Eddie House is, is would would be one. We're very welcome on this team. I can tell well, you. Well, a lot of times, you know, we'll talk about when we're we're prognosticating about the playoffs and how. Well, you know, you don't need the bench in the playoffs and so forth. And I understand it's about the stars, but if you go to that year, 
uh, as Phil Jackson said, Leon Pow, <laughs> right? Because he was all pissed off. Oh that, yeah, uh, Leon Poe had a good had a good game against them. But Leon Powell came up. He came up big. Eddie House came up big during that series. And you just mentioned P.J. Brown made the shot. He made the big shot to win a game, whoever thought. I love the story. The story is, you know, about how he was truly recruited by Paul Pierce specifically. Saw him walking down the street. I mean, it's just so true. In New Orleans, right? In New Orleans. Yeah, rolled down the window. And and P.J. wondered, who's yelling at me? You know, saying, and it was Paul Pierce, and 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 that was the beginning of the of the uh, romance. And Paul Pierce recruited him and got, and and that's how he became a. He was he was a happily retired, PJ, and now he's a happy recipient of a of a owner of a championship ring. Yeah, thanks to Paul Pierce. <laughs> in what he played thirty games or whatever. I mean, that's good oh, work but, if you and, can get but it. You look one, you know, one in particular that that they needed, and then, uh, but no, he he was important. And so anyway, so things can happen. Things can yeah. happen. I'm going to put you on the spot. I mean, the guy that comes to mind to me is always downtown Freddie Brown with the Sonics. But is there one bench player during the playoffs that sticks out to you? Well, well oh, we got, oh, oh, uh, Iguodala with Golden State too. Iguodala got MVP and a finals. And congratulations to him now as the new uh, interim, if he is interim, we don't know, the director of the association. Uh, interesting guy always. Um, well, the ultimate uh, for me and for many of us in Boston, he was more beloved, I think, as in Boston or, or as appreciated here more than anywhere else except his home city, was was the microwave, Vinny. Vinny. Oh, Vinny. 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 There, there, you you got to, to me, you start there. That was the greatest. I think that's the best offensive backcourt in the history of the league. Right, those three. The three. The three of them. But Isaiah, Joe Dumars, and Vinny, when they were in their prime, that 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 was the greatest three-man offensive backcourt that the NBA has ever seen. And and um, and Vinny was, you know, people don't realize, it, uh, you know who gave him the nickname? It was Danny. And it was after a game here in Boston. And, and Danny said, if they call that guy in Chicago the refrigerator, we should call this guy the microwave because he heats up in a hurry. That's and, phenomenal. Uh, and that's Danny tying up two sports together there. Of course, we're talking about refrigerator Perry, sure. in case people don't know. And uh, uh, that's where Danny Dange gave him that nickname. And it's I think it's one of it's as good a sports nickname as we've had in our lifetime. It's a great nickname. And 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 and, and it was so apt. And because it's right, Vinny, Vinny came in and Vinny off the bench, and you know, you can just put the two how is it gonna be 20 seconds he's gonna score 25? And and because he was a fearless scorer. I mean, he was fun. The Mike Wave was a, and he's a good guy, by the way. He was a great guy. Well, yeah, you know, that's the thing. Like when you talk about Pritchard and you talk about like Vinny, like I I you know, he's one of the all-time greats, but fearless is the key word, you know, and that's when you come off the bench. You're not warm. You're in for two, three seconds. It's the hardest thing to do in sports. You have to be fearless. You know, no conscience. I mean, even Ray was great. Of course, Ray started, but Ray would miss like 12 threes and hit the game winner. You know. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he was. Yeah. You got to be. And that's. But, you know, you, you know, Pritchard or anybody who wants to fill that role, you have to be fearless and you have to have no memory. Now, I got to say something about Pritchard that is that uh, and I haven't even just story I haven't read yet in the paper as we speak on on Friday the the 10th but uh um that uh he is so scrapped he, he's he's almost guaranteed for one sneaky rebound a game that you figure how the hell do you get that? oh yeah you know he, he 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 does other things but you know but his but obviously he's in the 
he's getting paid to play professional basketball for one primary reason. It's not to get a sneaky rebound at six right. feet one. It's, it's to go he's make the shot. He's got to make the shot. He's got to make the shots. And, and, uh, make the shot. um, but anyway, he he does give you something else as more. He he plays hard and plays smart. I think you know, but the shots got to fall to gotcha. justify the result. Um, are you especially excited about the Celtics? Uh, playoff game. I I, uh, I will be making my season debut on this particular Friday. At the are you going in? Going in? Going in? And I'm making my season debut as as I start my 60th year of watching the Celtics play in in the two gardens. And uh, uh, I went to my very first Celtic game and on October 17th, 1964, as a freshman at BC, as they open up the season, which would result in a 62 and 18 season and, a, and, their, and their eighth championship uh, against uh, the Pistons. They beat them 112 to 81. I have the ticket stub, uh, of course. And uh, uh, I'm, so I'm looking forward to going into the garden. But the idea of this insane, I'm sorry, I, 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 it, it, it's it's needless. This needless East season tournament that that Adam Silver has foisted on us and and is trying to convince people that that you know that it's going to turn into something meaningful. And I can you I I don't think that I'd be very surprised if Joe Mazzulla is giving the boys a, a lads a pep talk tonight about getting that you know about the importance of this game over and above just the fact that it's it does count in the standings. But this is. This is your first game as you make history tonight, boys, in the first in-season tournament. I, I doubt very much that's going to be a rallying well, cry for them. So I, I mean, they have to be sharp. They were not sharp against Philadelphia. They've lost two in a row. They were sloppy. It's not a big deal. It's early in the season. I know that. But, you know, this is a game you just got to worry about getting back on track. Oh, yeah. So just get back on track. Only to take care of business. The Nets are beat up. You should win handily. It'd be a great game. I mean, for Cam Tampa. Thomas is out, and he's become a monster. Right. You know? And right, they're beat up. So, you know, Jalen Brown to so, make some shots. Jaylen, no, make some shot. let's get going. No, no they got As I said, Bob, the players, the players love that that the final four in Vegas. They love that. <laughs> well, they may they may love that, but they you know, I tell you what, we don't need we don't need people talking up this tournament and talking about how it's going to bring some more money to the players, and and. Uh, uh, you know, as if they don't make enough money. And, yeah, uh, even, I mean, even the, yeah. Now, uh, obviously, uh, the 12th man, it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's nice little side income, but I don't want to hear about it from certain people who are who's who are making $304 million. I do not want uh, uh, down the road. I do not want well, it. Here's another thing, Bob, and here's the reality of it, which doesn't really apply to, I'll say, veterans as opposed to dinosaurs like us. Um a lot of it is connected to gambling now. A lot of it is connected to, well, FanDuel, for example, which is our terrific sponsor. It's another way for people to participate in the wagering aspect of the game, which you may, you know, that's people love it. You know, I no, mean, obviously it's and people obviously will love it. And FanDuel will, be, FanDuel will do a great job with it. And, you know, people will love it. And that's a that's a factor now. Well, we'll see how it plays out, but obviously, but I mean, I'm I'm personally uh, not. A, yeah, you're uh, not into it. I know, but there's going to be people. There are going to be people that'll be on FanDuel that'll love it, and it's just another way to wager, and they'll get into it. Um, Jamal yeah. Murray's Jamal Murray's out for three to four weeks. He's got a hamstring yeah. injury. Um, often the forgotten man with the Nuggets. You know, maybe you're not missed until you're gone. You know, because oh. everybody focuses on the big guy. Uh, but Jamal Murray, do you think he's underrated, underappreciated? Yes. Yes, I do. I think he's a, a yeah. 
taken for granted that, that, that what he does and, and doesn't have glamour and anything, but he's a very good player. There's no question. Well, a, a guy who needs to keep playing well for them then in this absence, in his absence is BC's own Reggie Jackson, right. who uh, had 20 points against the Warriors the other night in that victory. And, you know, I looked him up and, you know, he's had a, you know, as, as our friend Jeff Goodman and Fowick says, he's, he's made a lot of money. <laughs> he's had a nice career for himself and, and gum that's very nice yeah he's got to he's got to step up um they you know they all do michael porter jr you know has got to uh, play well and in and uh, but they'll have they'll struggle a little bit and because the west uh, is is got some some good teams so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out uh, uh for sure well, now one thing that happened last night or on thursday night was uh anti taquambo went off for 54 and they lost. <laughs> they lost a close game. But uh, I just want to say I I have seen I bore witness to Larry Bird scoring fifty in a loss in Dallas one night. And uh, you know how you little things are encapsulated. You 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 memories sure. certain things just never go away. You're, they're always there. Uh, always remember it was a close game late, and. And uh, Brad Davis is coming up the court. He was a good three-point shooter. I remember Brad Davis, yeah. And as he crossed, and Danny was guarding him. And 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 as the as he approaches the, the arc, I am I couldn't yell it out naturally, but I'm I'm going, Danny, get up on him, get up on him, get up on him, don't let him shoot. And sure enough, Bradbury's a big three that basically decided the game. <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget that. They're thinking, oh, Danny, get up on him. <laughs> they didn't get up on him. But Larry had 50 in defeat that night. And that's the only time that happened to him, as far as I know. But uh, it's been pointed out that uh, this is the anniversary. Well, you got the anniversary. Yeah, 50 points against Atlanta. Yeah, on this yeah, day. That's 89. Okay. I remember his first 50 point game was against the Pacers. I was with Channel 5 at the time and I I, I remember doing the story and I, and I and I didn't try and I realized that after I had cut the package as we call it in TV as you all well know, after we had cut the package that we had we could have had every basket on on cam on tape. We only we missed I had 20 of them out of 21 field goals. I didn't get the I didn't I wasn't trying to do that. And I remember I was putting it to music, Gary. I forget what kind yeah. of what the what I was putting it to music for. I think it was "You're the Top" by you know the Cole Porter. You're the top. Yeah. You're the Coliseum. You're the top. You're the Louvre Museum. I think that's what I was doing. And uh, and I and I didn't. I could have gotten every basket in that piece. Damn it! I didn't. I, I missed one. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bob. The one that got away. Well, <laughs> uh, that was in my abortive TV career. But uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, but you know, when you think of fifty-point games, like with Larry. You know, I, I, when I, I, of course, like Larry, got, what, his best was what? Was, no, Jordan had 63, or I always forget. Jordan, oh, Jordan had more. He had 63 against the Celtics. That was the. Jordan had 63. Oh, but but, but the, he had, he had higher, he had more points than. Yeah. Like, Bird, Bird McHale, remember the back to back nights? Oh, I, March, March 3rd, a Sunday, March 3rd, 1980, 86. Right. Uh, Kevin goes for, on a Sunday afternoon against the Pistons, he goes for 56. Right. And and Larry was feeding him like crazy against his art with a guy that Larry had something I had a grudge against. And, and that was Kent Benson. He had been at Indiana and uh, was 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 not nice to Larry when Larry was there as a, as a freshman. As a freshman. And so Kevin, he just was feeding Kevin like crazy to beat. But he honestly said to Kevin after the game, words to the effect, you should have gone for 60. 
That was on March 3rd. On March 12th, they're in New Orleans. Again, uh, uh, they're playing the Hawks on a going home away from home game at the Lakefront Coliseum in New Orleans. And Larry goes off and gets to 60. Yeah. And he allowed Kevin to be the all-time, the Celtic scoring leader for nine days. Right. For nine days. Thanks, Kevin. You were the all-time Celtic leader in scoring at an individual game for nine days. And Larry warned you, said he should have gone for 60. Well, and, I, uh, I, I love the Benz, I love the Benson angle. You know, I love oh, that. It's Benson. true. It's really true. Larry, Larry, we had it in for Benson, and he was just relishing having Kevin dump all over Benson. It was great. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I Benson was the guy that got hit by Kareem, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, he was. But he also was the starting center on the last undefeated team in in uh, major college history. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, with Indiana, with Bobby Knight and the Hoosiers. He was the starting center. You know, that's the thing, Bob, about the greats, you know, like about Bird or Jordan or, you know, I don't think LeBron has this in him, which is, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think he's unique. But even Brady, you know, the greats, they have those little things in the back of their mind where somebody screwed them over. And they are going to destroy nobody. Them. Nobody manufactured. Well, nobody. Few people, I suspect, have manufactured grudges to fuel himself as more than Michael. Right. Michael manufactured. You know. Oh, you and like you know. The first they, they said in one, in one finals, Clyde Drexler. You know, was going to he he w- was being held up as as you know the antidote to Michael or, or the math the equal of Mac. Of course, you know Michael. That that's when Michael went off with the with the the. Phenomenal first half with the six threes or whatever he had. And, you know, when we remember, we looked over on the bench and shrugged. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Famous shrug, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was against Portland. That was against Ted Benson. It didn't matter. Who, no, Michael was the master of that. And you're right. Met a lot of guys do that. And Michael, nobody, nobody more than Michael. Apparently, Dylan Brooks likes to do it. <laughs> right, right. As, as, as if anybody cares. <laughs> uh, Bob, always a pleasure, my friend. Anything else before we say so long? Uh, no, no, just, uh, just. Interesting. No, not really. I mean, and, and salute Anthony Taquambo. He, he is a wonderful player. It's fi- fascinating, though. They he had half. He almost had half their points. So he actually did have half their points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, for a long time, and good, good for him. But they're they're going to be hurt from. But just um, a reminder. Oh, his coach got tossed, didn't it? Uh, Adrian Griffin, I think. Yeah, you know, in that game. Anyway, wow. anyway. Um, happy in tournament. In time. season tournament. One Happy and all. In season tournament. Happy in tournament night, Friday to one and all. <laughs> FanDuel is the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Thank you.